0: Hello, world, and welcome to Cartridge Club Portable. I'm your host, Curtis Freisel. And this month, my very special guest I'm excited to have on the show finally is Seiji from Bonus Barrel. This is a big get for me. I'm very excited. How you doing, Seiji?
1: I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me.
0: Absolutely. Thanks for coming on. Uh, We were just talking before the show. You were another uh, West Coast guy. This was very easy to set up. There was no scheduling problems. It's a great way to start 2020. Happy New Year, by the way. Happy New Year. Absolutely. Uh, thank you. And we are going to be talking about some Nintendo mobile games today. Uh, I wanted to do a little discussion about uh, three games. Normally, we only do one game on this, but since we were doing mobile, they're kind of easy to pick up and play. I thought we'd do all three of the Mario games. Nintendo mobile games and see how Nintendo's foray into the mobile market uh, was. Was that a success? Was it a failure? Is it somewhere in between? We're going to find out today, but why my uh, guest is so important is, Seiji, you actually are a game designer for mobile games. Is this correct? Yes, that is correct. Can you give us some background on on what you do, uh, maybe what you've worked on,
1: uh, anything like that? I I can't talk anything specific about companies or games, but I can tell you that I've been working on different mobile games uh, since, what was it, 20, no, 2006. That's when I started. I initially started as a programmer. Uh, This was before the iPhone era, so the mobile market wasn't as large back then. There were a lot of embedded games, little games uh, puzzles stuff like that very arcadey experiences and i've been lucky enough to see the the growth of this of this part of the industry and becoming like the the dominating mm, revenue generating uh in gaming sure Uh, i think it was just like two years ago where mobile gaming surpassed and all, all the other forms of gaming combined in terms of revenue so uh, I was really lucky to get to to get into this industry where when <clears throat> it was uh, getting bigger and it just hasn't stopped. So it's, it's been very exciting. So it, eventually, I moved into more of a game design role, which is more specification and and writing documents and uh, less of a technical role. Sure, but I still do some some development now and then. Now. Uh...
0: You said uh, mobile games has surpassed all other forms of games as, as far as revenue. What do you think mm-hmm. attributes to that? Is that is that the kind of addictive nature of these games with with wanting to buy like loot boxes and skins, or why why do you think that is?
1: Uh, I think primarily is is just a larger user base, right? So sure, everybody's got a people, phone. Everybody has a phone, and the. The carriers or, or the platforms have been really smart about how they they go about with their business, mm-hmm. um, and just I think that uh, we as developers have a different have had a different mm, way of pushing games into the market. Uh, there's there was a lot more experimentation in terms of how to to monetize these kinds of games. It it really if you go into the history, like you see. That games were paid games just like any other games back then Mm -hmm. and then they they figured out right that if you offer the games for free people will download them you get them into the environment and that might be a better way to to market your games right absolutely you remember angry birds they had like a like a free version and a paid version and stuff like that right Mm -hmm. and then it slowly moved into like the freemium world right where you you download a game for free and there are options to do microtransactions and people uh some people or traditional gamers they they might not like it but um, what we've seen in the market for the last years is that the the majority of the players or or a large of, a large portion of them do like that kind of experience and and spending on games in that way and here we are <laughs> Absolutely. Well, confession.
0: I'm not a big mobile game player. Uh, I, I feel like I'm a little bit behind on the times. I'm I'm not very technologically adept. Uh, you know, I, I liked playing Snake back in the day. That was good on the old Nokia bricks. And I remember I had a phone, like one of my first uh, touchscreen phones. It was like a Verizon phone. And I used to, this is so sad, I remember, you know, everybody's got to do something while you're on the can going to the bathroom mm-hmm. and I didn't have mm-hmm. any games on it and it was such a terrible phone, but I had like a drawing program and so I would sit and I have all these, this, this gallery of toilet drawings that I made exclusively <laughs> while sitting on the toilet and that was how I passed my time. Um,
1: yeah. And it's time better spent, eh? <laughs>
0: absolutely. Uh-huh. My point being, I don't have a whole lot of experience <laughs> with mobile games. So this was actually kind of a fun little experiment this month uh, to play three different games and and see where I landed on them. Yeah. And uh, that is what we are here about today to talk about. So like I said, there was three games we played and we're going to talk about. That was Super Mario Run, Mario Kart Tour, and Dr. Mario World. Why don't we start with Super Mario Run? Yeah? That, yes. That's that's that was the first uh big Nintendo mobile title. They had done um what was it? Me Mi... Mitomo. Mitomo, yeah, before that, but uh, this was I believe the second thing they did. If I'm not mistaken.
1: You'd think I would have done my research. Under but... under the Nintendo umbrella, I think so. This yeah. is correct. This yeah. will be like the first major game. Absolutely in the past. They've done some Pokemon stuff, but that's that goes under under a different umbrella. Yeah, so they had they had been exploring earlier on. Yeah, so Super Mario Run came
0: out on iOS uh, December of 2016, and then it was shortly followed up on Android in March of 2017. So it's been out for a few years, and. Seiji, let me just uh, let's start with your thoughts on Super Mario Run. What do you yeah. think? This let, let's start with the the price because this one kind of comes with a, a pretty steep price. There is a free to play element, but it's mostly pay to play.
1: Yeah, so Super so Mario Run. It's interesting because if you, if you see the history of of Nintendo in mobile, like they, so they were behind of the of the times, right? They, mm-hmm. they were late to adopt mobile and instead of like <laughs> doing something that was m- very modern in the sense that there's a lot of monetization techniques or, or schemes that that in 2016 o- were already in place and were already proved to be successful in other types of genres. Like Nintendo went to to the, back in the history of mobile, right? And they, they offered this kind of experience, like what I was mentioning about um like Angry Birds and the light and the free version, right? So they offered that kind of experience on a genre that also was kind of outdated in terms of mobile. So, But, you know, they had the, the Mario IP. So in terms of the price, it was very criticized. Uh, I think here in Canada is thirteen ninety nine, right? OK, yeah, because I was going to so say in, in, in America 10. it's 10 yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it is expensive. Uh, but it's not so outrageous that you wouldn't consider it uh, valuable or, or worth it. I actually think it's worth it. Um, it's, a, it's a really fun game. But yes, I mean, compared to, to other the other kinds of experience that you can get on mobile, it's it, it's quite steep.
0: I suppose we should kind of explain what the game is. Super yeah. Mario Run is, is a, a platformer. Uh, Mario is always running. So mm-hmm. you, you really only have one button. You're just you're tapping the screen to jump. You hold the screen, or you 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 uh, do shorter taps for, for shorter jumps. You hold down the screen to do longer jumps. Um, he uh, Mario will jump small gaps and certain enemies automatically, like smaller enemies automatically. So the game does a lot of work for you, and it's your job to kind of uh, maneuver through the levels. And there's a big emphasis on coin collecting. And uh, it's very much in the style of the new Super Mario Bros. series as far as the, the graphics and the, the gameplay. Um, and yeah, like we said, it was it's, it's $10 to do. There is a free-to-play element. And the caveat for this month was I wasn't going to pay for anything. I was going to experience uh, these games at their free level and see what they offered and then go from there. And... <laughs> Did Seiji, did you buy Super Mario Run?
1: Uh, no, I think that we, on my the first time I tried it, I completed every single stage with collecting all the different kinds of coins, and I, I stopped playing, and then I, I forgot about it. <laughs> sure. Until you mentioned it. That's fair, because I wanted to know
0: how much you got for free in this game, and it turns out not very much. That you, you, I, I don't even know how many worlds are in this game. I want to say maybe eight, like the the standard Mario. I think there are six. Oh, is there six? Even less. Great. Okay, that makes sense. But the only one that's free is World One. Yeah. And you, and, so you play what is it? Three levels, and then you do the castle.
1: That is correct. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and. You can't even do the castle right away until you collect a certain amount of coins.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: they they And these are the special, there's like purple coins in every level. There's five. And <clears throat> you have to collect all these purple coins to even unlock the castle. So really, for the free part, you're getting four levels. And then they hit you with this, if you want to keep playing the game, you got to pay $10. Yeah. Yeah. How do you think was... about that?
1: Because, because like, me as a, as a developer, like, I find it, like, very normal. But yeah, I, I feel some, I, some frustration, I, maybe? I, yeah,
0: absolutely I'm frustrated. I don't like it mm-hmm. at all. I like okay being uh, rewarded or, or feeling like you can earn it. Um, a lot of games with these microtransactions, you can play most of the game, but if you fail... Uh, you, you run out of lives and you have to wait for them to recharge. Or if you do well, you can keep playing. And we'll we'll get to that because uh, Dr. Mario World is very much kind of mm-hmm. in that vein. Um, but this one is basically, it's just, it's like a little teaser for the game. Like here you can play World 1, but really if you want to play the game, you got to pay for it. So it doesn't, it doesn't feel like you're really, because the first level is like a tutorial First off, it's it's not even really an actual level. So I don't know. I I felt a little
1: cheated by it. Yeah, that being and, s- go and ahead. that is that is probably a fault of of our times, right? If you if this game were released, let's say in twenty in two thousand eight or two thousand nine, mm-hmm. where this model was the standard, norm, mm-hmm. right? You, you, you. I think most players would have find it normal, like not um, offensive at all. But because it was to already 2016 where the monetization schemes have already, you know, progressed so much and the industry moved away from this model of like light free version or like a, as you said, like a teaser. And then, you know, when right. you hit the wall, it's it's really just a hard paywall. Um, then most people didn't like like it. And part of the reason why this game wasn't, very successful, or or at least not as, as, as successful as you would expect from a Mario game. Uh, that being said, I did
0: enjoy the game. I think it's well-designed. I found it to be fun. Uh, it's very simple to pick up and play, and that probably feeds into my disappointment a little bit, is because I did want to play more of the game. Yeah. Where, where
1: did you stand on the game? Oh, I love it. I think yeah. the, the gameplay is brilliant, and I I would love to see a different version of this game, the Super Mario Run 2, or maybe an update to this game, um, because I think that one the one thing that Nintendo always gets right is the gameplay. Yes. Um, the controls are fantastic. Um, it, yeah, I mean, it, it is so simple, right? So if you read it on paper, maybe as we are describing it, where Mario's just running, and the only thing that you're, you're really controlling is the jumping, um, like it doesn't sound as fun or dynamic. But there are so many items and the level design is, is such that I feel like I'm actually playing a Mario game. I don't know how, how you feel, but I feel like very in yeah. control. Um, some of the combinations or chains of movements that, that, you, uh, that you do, like they feel really, really good. Like wall jumping and all this, like it's used very cleverly and I really enjoy it. And this part that you mentioned before about collect like each stage has uh, really th- three different versions of, of a stage right Mm -hmm. you start and then you have to collect i think five pink coins right and if you collect the five of them it opens up the purple coins version right and it is the same base level but um some blocks or some things um appear or just the 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 coins are in positions that are quite different that you have to really replay and replay and memorize but it's a it's a type of repetition that I don't think it never, it ever got um, like tedious to me. Like, Oh, like this is so boring or anything like that. Like I really, really tried to get the five coins. That, that's what I, I, when I think about this game, the most memorable to me is collecting the pink coins, the purple coins. And then finally the, I believe our green coins. Yeah, no, I, 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 completely agree.
0: Nintendo to me is always, is, is very similar to Apple. In that every, uh, all their stuff is very easy and simple to use, but has a hidden complexity to it. You know, like that's, that seems to be their kind of, um, their mantra or theme is like keep it simple, but, you know, have an underlying complexity to it all. Yeah. Which, which very much is in this game. There's, there's lots to do and, yeah, I wish I wish I could play more of it. I was really disappointed that you only got that
1: first world. Yeah, I think that if if I were to to have like my dream version of of Mario Run would be the same gameplay for sure. Maybe a different um, type of monetization, um, where maybe it's life based or I don't know. But it will let you go and go and try to 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 get all of the content. And also, you know what I don't love is. This particular art style, right? Maybe if they go more of a route of, um, of a Mario Maker, where you could maybe choose, you know, a Super Mario World, uh, Super Mario World, or Super Mario Three. Oh, you don't like the skins. the new
0: uh, Super Mario? I don't love it uh, aesthetic. Yeah, you know what? Neither do I. I think it's my least favorite of all of the the Mario aesthetics, all the different versions. I agree. Yeah
1: and it's i'm not, not bad it's just the, the one with the less personality I feel. yes
0: like and i'm not trying to be old man yells at cloud like uh pixel art's the best it it's it's exactly what you said there is just this no there's no flavor to it you know it just seems very bland yeah and nintendo really needs to to switch it up remember back in the day remember like yoshi's island how cool did that game look they never do anything like that exactly you know, aside from maybe, like, the the Yoshi games. Yoshi, they they always try and change the look on those games, and Kirby, but Mario never gets any love. Mario's looked the same since, like, 2006. But I think so. I digress. I digress. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so that's Super Mario Run. Do you have anything more to add on Super Mario Run, Seiji?
1: Let me see. When uh, I, I played this game, I don't know if you remember, initially it was released first on iOS, because it was featured on one of the Apple developer conferences okay and then they, they released it shortly before the worldwide release on on the uh, Apple stores. So I remember going to an Apple Store to play this game for the first time <clears throat> and that was cool. I don't know a lot of people were, were really excited about it and I think that for a while it became the most downloaded um, app ever or something for for a, for a period of time. Huh. And when I played it now, um, the only thing that I found different because when when it first got released, I think it it got the tour version, which is the, the normal stages. It got uh, the Toad Rally thing, which is kind of like a PVP asynchronous thing. But now they added this Remix 10, which was a lot of fun. And the best thing about that is the music. I don't know if you played um, that game mode, but the music, it's really, really, really good. I did not. Mm-hmm. So, just uh, I would recommend people go and listen to 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 that track because it's it, they're like remixes from different Mario games, and I was really what catch my my ear was that there was a remix of of that Egyptian level in Super Mario Land. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a remix of that, and I was like, "Whoa!" That's the first time that, that I that's listened. kind
0: of a deep cut.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. A deep cut. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, that's all.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, moving on, I think we'll go to uh, Mario Kart Tour next. So Mario Kart Tour uh, was released on September 25th, 2019. It's actually the most recent of these games that we're talking about today. It is. Um, And I was not able to play this game. Oh, how so? (laughs) So let me tell you the Mario Kart Tour story, Seiji. So I started this month. I'm, I'm all jazzed. I'm, I'm ready to play all these games. And I download all three of them on my phone. Mario Kart Run. Or, or sorry, Super Mario Run. Uh, su- easy, easy. Got right in. Played it. Boom. Dr. Mario World. Got right in. Played it. Boom. Mario Kart Tour, I open it up. It's like, okay, you got to link it to your Nintendo account. I'm like okay. I do have a Nintendo account. Um I don't I don't have my Switch right now so I can't check it. I'm like, oh, what is my I don't use it enough. What's my username, right? Okay, I think I think I can get it because it should be in any case, I might have two Nintendo accounts because I have a 3DS as well and that has a, an account on it, but I've I've bought from the eShop so there's an account there. I I again, I'm technologically stupid with this stuff. I cannot stress that enough. So, I try to log in, password's not right, that's eh, fine, I was expecting that, I'll, I'll do the forget password thing and, and I'll, I'll figure it out, I'll get a temporary password, I'll change it, I'll get in, I try and do that, nope, okay, you know what, I'm trying to do this on my phone, this is not working on my phone, I need to be in front of a computer, it'll be easy, I'll figure it out, I go on uh, to Nintendo, try to like sign in, there, same thing, uh, username not recognized. Password not recognized. I'm trying all these different things. Can't get in. Can't get in. Change password. Change username. Okay, fine. I'll just get brand new ones. Right? I change them. I, I I do the new password. Everything. I try to log in again. It still won't log me in. It's it's none of it's recognized. And I can't tell you. This is this is the story of my life. I I feel like. I always do everything the way they tell me to do it and it still doesn't work I don't I don't get it I, I literally followed all the steps I have the emails that say hey your password's been changed your username's been changed I still can't sign in no matter what I do and so at this point I was like you know what if this is how difficult it is to play Mario Kart tour like the universe is sending me a sign <laughs> I am not supposed to play this game and so I just I was kind of frustrated and I was like, you know what it's not worth it not worth it if it, if it's this why 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 first off why is this the one game that you need to sign and connect to your nintendo account why are the other mm-hmm. ones so easy to get into but this one is just you gotta go through all these barriers and red tape i don't understand
1: yeah. it and so i didn't play it there's a reason though because it's it's pvp by default yeah so every time you go into a race i think you're you're supposedly playing against other players, right? So I guess it's a way for them to just like you know have you have like a nickname and it be everything you know square squarely set. I don't know, it might right. be that. So my question to you: Did you play this game? This is the one that I have uh, the less experience with, okay. but I I have played it. Yeah, I well, was you actually have more experience it, than me. Yeah. So maybe you could uh, enlighten us. What what is this game? I'd love to know. Uh so it, it's Mario Kart, straight yeah. up. Um, it feels like Mario Kart. It plays like Mario Kart. It looks like it. Uh, where it's different is that from from what I understand is that it's always PvP. Like you you go into the game and there are cups, as all Mario Kart games, and you go into a stage. You pick a racer and then you pick uh, your cart and then you go into a race. But when you go into a race, it goes into an interface where it's loading other racers, right? So it seems like you're playing against other people. It might not be like that. It might only be like a, like an interface. Um, but that's what I understand. And in terms of the gameplay, that is what it is the most amazing of it. Like you can play Mario Kart with just one finger, if you tap a little bit to the right, a little bit to the left, the, the cars will do a little bit of a hop and change in direction very slightly. But if you hold, like if you steer like really hard to the right or to the left, it will go into like steering mode. And what's really cool is that, you know how in Mario Kart, if you hold the jump button, it will do the, the sliding thing. The drift? The drift, and you can yeah. hold it and do... Well, in different kinds of Mario Kart, you can do different kinds of things to... Uh, to get the mini turbo mm-hmm. uh, with different yes. colors. Mm-hmm. So in this game it's the same, but you just have to hold it. You just have to hold the steering and it will do it for you. But you can also like while while you're drifting, you can uh this is something that feels very natural to me because when you go into into drifting mode, if you move the uh the steering wheel left or right, it will kind of like hold or or change the angle of of your steering a little bit. And that's what how you can you can get the super turbo or whatever, like the different colors, Uh, it goes from blue to red. And I think in Mario Kart 8, it goes to purple. Um, So that part feels really, really good. And it's so surprising because it looks really well. It responds really well. But what I was the most worried about is what kind of experience are you going to get on mobile for a Mario Kart game? And I'm happy to report that they achieved what I thought it was not possible. It plays really well. Well, all right. like really? a watered down version, yeah.
0: Um, are are you disappointed at all that it's only PvP? That you um, can't do kind of
1: like a, a campaign on your own. It, I think, it takes a little bit of effort to ignore it. At first, I was like, I wanted just my my Mario Kart experience, right? Yeah. Um, but because of that, you have to be connected to the internet, and even though that is less of a problem nowadays. Uh, still sometimes you don't have access and you want to play you know something and even with with uh, Super Mario run, which is which is a single player experience, you have to be connected to the internet, right? So yeah So those kinds of inconveniences um, are, are part of that. Um, but I mean if you want a Mario Kart experience on on mobile, um, I feel that they they did a good job. So to me it's hard to mm, to not like it. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> is that a common <clears throat> uh, theme in mobile games again? I don't know a whole lot about mobile games, but the having to be connected to the internet to play it, is that like what what what's the percentage of games that require that, would you say overall?
1: Yeah, it wasn't like that. Uh, no, so it's it, like
0: th- this is like 90% of mobile games you don't need the internet to it's not an internet only thing.
1: Well, it wasn't like that. Now, I'd say that if you go to the top charts, yeah, probably, I don't know, three quarters or, or or more, more, are probably gonna need you to have an active connection while you're playing. Three quarters or more require it. If not all of them, I'm not really sure. But I mean, that is the my general experience, and the reason yeah. for that is because, uh, the security reasons, really. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm a little bit
0: more old school in that regard. I just want want to be able to download it, have it, and just be able to play it wherever, you know? Because I don't always have the best internet connection. I might be in Jamaica, you know, where the internet kind of sucks. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm not going to be able to play my Mario Kart Tour. Not that I'd be able to play it anyway because I can't sign into the damn game.
1: Yeah. So for the player, it's very inconvenient. Now, if you, if you think about it from a development side, when you have like a free game where you're selling stuff, right yeah it's really like you need to protect the game as if it is like actual like cash right like in game the in-game goods are valuable to you right yeah so when you let the players go into the game without checking you know without with a server check what could happen and it has happened i I, i've seen it is that it is more easily hackable right gotcha then you can you're go so into the game smart. and you're so, so smart, Seiji. Like, it's just yeah.
0: experience. You I got know. all I these know. great answers to these I I man, yeah, I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having me again. Absolutely. Uh
1: do you have any final thoughts for Mario Kart Tour? So Mario Kart Tour, something that I wanted to mention is this progression in the monetization scheme, right? So if you we're gonna talk about um Dr. Mario, which is like a middle step, but the most modern interpretation of, of that is it's really uh, Mario Kart Tour, right? Which okay. if you go into the uh, the most profitable games out there, they're based on two general things. Like one would be like a, a chance-based system. We call it like a gacha, meaning there's like, like a mystery box or something. You buy it. Oh, is that why chance- those Japanese things are called gachapons? Yeah yeah yeah. Well, <gasps> well the the um gachapon is is like an I don't know how it's called. Onomatopoeia, I, I think it's the the word. It's how it sounds like the, oh, the gacha- it's on, onomatopoeia like uh yeah, like buzz or um you know, Correct. other other onomatopoeias. Yeah. yeah, so these uh dispenser machines like when you when you turn the uh the, the the little crank they have, they they do a little bit of a sound like gacha and the pon is when the the capsule Falls into the dispenser, right? Oh. So that would be a gacha pun. But most people will call it, uh, for short, gacha or gacha gacha. Yeah. And in the industry internally, whenever we say gacha, it means you know it's kind of like a mystery box system, right? Where oh. you you buy a good, and then there's a certain chance of you getting something. Uh, Mario Kart Tour, they have they they have pipes, which is kind of odd, but that's what they they use. And when you buy a pipe or you you pull from a pipe, and then you get something. And what you can get are like um, characters or gear or cards and stuff like that. And the the shop sells you different kinds of pipes and also it, uh, sells you um, different packs of of stuff directly, right? So this is what you see in most games like this, right? A, a diversified economy based on chance, uh, a lot hero collection or in this case character collection. So collections in Gacha, that's kind of like the that is what the industry uh does right now yeah so now you see this and and this was uh more uh explored and really the first game that was successful for nintendo i think was fire emblem and um fire emblem Heroes, I feel, I believe is the, t- the name of the title that was successful, and they implemented some of the, those learnings in Mario Kart. And really, it is the the most successful game. So, what do you get in, in Mario Kart? Then, what are what are these things you're
0: you're paying to get? Like di- just different skins,
1: uh, carts. There's or a carts. lot. of carts that Oh you can yeah, I suppose and like tires and and all that stuff. And gear, yeah, and gear. And also, each character has like special abilities, and you want to get all the characters, and there's a lot of them. Yeah. So, yeah, that's very smart. Yeah, and I have some numbers for Mario Kart because I was looking at a report of like breakout games from 2019, and I believe that uh, Mario Kart Tour, at the very least, was the most downloaded games in in three major or four major markets: Canada, France, the United Kingdom, and the United States. It wasn't the the most profitable, on the, but at the very least, uh, I I I think this is the most successful games for Nintendo. Really? I, yeah, I find that surprising. You—it's—it's well, it's a really strong IP,
0: I think. I mean, yeah. I, hey, don't get me wrong. I love me some Mario Kart. I will play Mario Kart night and day. But um yeah, I, fi- I find that surprising, just given that you got to connect it to the internet and all—all all, all the problems I had. I'm just surprised
1: more people aren't frustrated like me. <laughs> Yeah, so if I had to say something that it's, that would be kind of negative about this game, and the reason why I have it Please, been come in, on.
0: Yeah, that I it.
1: <laughs> so I, I I wasn't hooked to this game. And the reason is because uh I think it requires too much attention. Um still on, on mobile game, I want to I want I personally want a game that I can open up quickly and that if I have to drop it at any time, I can do it. You know what I mean? Yep. And this can be even in the middle of a race, and then when someone calls you or you have to do something, um, then it's very inconvenient. So, as as a mobile developer, I can tell you that one one of the the things that you have to account when you're uh, making a game or a feature for for a game is how much time the the user needs to allocate for for an action, right? And if you're letting the player easily, you know, either pause or or leave it. You know, just drop it or whatever. So that is, is very powerful for, for a mobile game because of the reasons that you stated earlier where you might be playing the games in whenever you have small chunks of time, right? Yeah. Instead of like actually allocating I'm gonna play, you know, allocating one minute or two minutes, that that's one or two minutes that you are going to be doing this and just this. And yeah, that's you're locked in. I mean that's, that's the that's kinda hard. The- Burden of racing games is you're locked into a
0: race that's gonna last at least a couple minutes. You know, exactly.
1: So that that's kind of like why I, I i i didn't get hooked because instead of like like planning my sessions, I'd rather be playing something else. Maybe on a console. Maybe I'll watch like a video or or a movie or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Or maybe. Maybe you were
0: playing Dr. Mario World, huh? There you go. Huh? Dr. Mario World. So, Dr. Mario World. This came out July 10th, 2019. And I saved this for last because I saved the best for last. I loved this game. Absolutely fell in love with it. I'm not a big Dr. Mario guy. I like Dr. Mario. I'm not a big... Tetris or like puzzle game, match 3, I, I'm I'm not into that stuff. But this game just got me. It sunk its hooks in and I have been playing it all month. So mm-hmm. to, just to explain really quick, it it's it breaks the standard Dr. Mario formula. Yeah. Instead of pills coming down, they're going up and that's really it's really smart because Again, you're only using one finger. You're dragging the pills where you want, but they're floating up in the jar, and um, you can't... Once they start going up, you can't pull them back down. So the more you move it up, that's you're stuck going there, and you, and you just got to make it work, which I think is great, and it, it, it adds that sense of um, urgency and danger that the original had with uh, them falling down. Um, but it kind of flips it on its head and, uh, you know, in a, in a mobile version. Um, and then, oh, there's no timer, which is great. You, you just get to take as much time as you want. There are a few levels that are timer specific in each world, but most of the levels are, there's no timer, which, uh, I loved because games with timers just stress me out. You know, like the entire time I was playing Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask, I'm just stressed the whole time. I I don't really enjoy myself playing that game because I'm just constantly under this threat of the stupid Mm -hmm. clock. Uh, so I (laughs) so I absolutely love that. All right, Dr. Mario World gushing over Seiji. I'm turning
1: it over to you. Yeah, same, same experience. Like I, this is the one that I play the most, and also. uh, I I often test games with my wife, right? Yeah. If I like a game, I I often think, oh, would my li- would my wife like this game? And I use that as a, as a way of measuring if a game is um, really um, sticky. I want to say like if 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 it hooks you up, right? Yes. My wife is not is not a gamer per se, but she gets really into the games that she she likes, um, and she got into this game a lot. Uh, I think the uh, the best of this game is the ad, the adaptations that they they did for the Dr. Mario formula. If if I remember correctly, this is the 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 first game that where the pills fall up, right? As you mentioned. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. And also they have the system where you can move the the remainder, right? Like it doesn't fall into the same direction like you can move it around. Oh, and,
0: correct. So, so like each pill is two colors if you Say you have a bunch you you're, you're, you have a, a line of three yellows and then that blue part breaks off that starts floating up again and you can move that wherever you want
1: yeah which though, those two things change the formula quite a bit because yeah. one one of the ways you have to think when you're playing dr Mario is you have to anticipate where uh, the remainder of, of a pill or a, or a stack of, of pills is gonna fall right but in this case it's kind of like you could do it with two or three things going on and and you can go from from one side of the of the panel to the other and yeah. so it, it, it really makes you think very differently but at the same time it still feels like like a Dr. Mario game which I thought was pretty notable yeah yeah well, what do you think about the the idea of falling up instead of falling up because it could work if it if it falls down mechanically but what do you think about the the, the change of going up? Well, I think it makes sense because
0: uh, you're it, given your placement of your thumb on your phone, you're, you're exactly. at, the, at the bottom of your phone. Yeah. And you can just tell like Nintendo thinks about these things. That's such a great little detail. It's just like, well, it's going to be more comfortable if it's going up. There's really no other reason that it needs to go up other than comfort and the way you're holding the phone. Nobody holds their phone with their thumb at the top exactly that that wouldn't make sense uh so i yeah it's i i have no problems with
1: the pills going up yeah and i think it it same, same thought like i thought it was brilliant when i when i played it I, uh, for the first time i was like this is weird and then I, I thought about like if i'm playing this game with my thumb how uncomfortable uncomfortable it would be doing all these combos with the with the thumb on the bottom of the screen right it just kind of kind of like strains your hand a little bit right but if you do it up here which is not really the top of the phone because in the top of the screen you have like the the hud and the score and yeah yeah, so it's really like three quarters of the screen this is like the sweet spot right where you want to be moving yes stuff so really really comfortable to play and one of the reasons i i think it's a brilliant mobile adaptation right in terms of how they change the mechanics and how they change uh the controls taking into consideration like the actual anatomy of the hand right i i love that that detail and they don't sell it to you it just happens you notice it or you might not even think about it it just feels very comfortable and you
0: want to know the best thing about this game seiji what's that I have played it for hours. I'm talking hours. I love this game. I've wow. never hit any sort of paywall. I've never had to pay for anything. It There is so much you get for free in this game. And it has that reward system that we're talking about. The, the better you do, the more you can keep playing. You do have a health. You have like five hearts that you start mm-hmm. out with. And if you're losing at the levels, you'll run out of hearts and then you got to wait for them to replenish. You, you might have to wait a half an hour. You might have to wait five minutes. It, it all depends on how well you're doing. Uh, and that's it. Uh, the, the You can pay to upgrade your characters, to, to boost your skill level, but it's absolutely not necessary at all. You can do just as well playing the game without any of that stuff. Um, and I... I, there, there's, I believe, what is there like eleven worlds that they've uh, developed, and there's still more to come. Like the the eleventh world is the newest one, I believe. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm in like world four, and I'm already like almost two hundred levels in. There's so many levels in this game; it's insane.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's really good content, uh, good en- engagement. Uh, mechanics the uh, my wife really enjoyed the doing all the doctor's orders which is the yes the quest system they have where they they give you coins uh for a number of quests that you have to do daily which is really common in in, in games but uh they're really clever right to, to, uh, doing certain actions like um what is uh like you uh, use a rainbow capsule three times in a stage right, right. that's something that that you go and try to do right it's a way to to bring in you back to the, to the game and i don't know there's a lot of skills that, there's a lot of things that um like mechanical uh differences between stages that are really interesting uh but what what is brilliant about it is that even though those keep the gameplay fresh it's just the base mechanics are are so flexible are so good right that that even though they introduce something that is that is new and it changes the gameplay a little bit, it still feels like you're playing the same game. Um, the, the, the the progression curve is really smooth, I, I thought, because you have so many levels, right? So you, yeah. can, you can do that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't say enough good things about this game.
0: This, this was by far my favorite of these three this month. Uh, runaway success, in my opinion. Do you have yeah.
1: anything else to add about Doctor Mario World? Well, the, the monetization uh, system is very reminiscent of Candy Crush, and Candy Crush would be like the most successful game in this space. Right. Um, so you can see it, right? Like it's a lot. Yeah. Uh, the only negative thing that I can could say about this game is that I feel, and I and I have a newish phone, but it's still like it's it's slow to to start and the ui it can be a little bit cumbersome at at, at at times and i think it's because it's done in unity unity games tend to be kind of like sluggish sometimes
0: yeah it does take uh, a
1: while to load up you're right so to me as a as a mobile player like i want my games to be really snappy really fast to load cuz I, I again like i i have 15 seconds to go do something in my game and i don't want to spend 10 of those seconds waiting waiting it uh, waiting for it to load you know what i mean yes anything else no that's all uh great game great
0: game absolutely great game and with that this is uh this is gonna be a little bit different this month normally we move into the three questions of doom but because we played three games this Mm -hmm. month it's gonna be the nine questions of doom seiji Mm -hmm. are you ready for the nine questions of doom I don't think I'm ready, but let's go, let's do it. <laughs> All right. So question number one. It's really still three questions, but with three answers for each game. Okay. Question <clears throat> number one. Is this a good portable game? And so we'll just go uh, through each one again. We'll start with Super Mario Run. Is it a good portable game? Yes. I agree. It's simple pick up and play. You can put it down. Um
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mario Kart tour uh not for me nope me neither don't like the, there's too many too much red tape to get through to play it um I wish it had its own campaign mode and this is just going off what you told me like I said I didn't get to play it but uh it, it, the fact that it's only PvP I'm I'm disappointed by that
1: yeah but I would say I would extend that that, that answer saying that they uh, mobile games have changed a lot you know, the game sessions have been getting longer and longer and yeah. longer. So there might be a lot of players out there for for which this is their Mario Kart game. Maybe I sure. I don't play this one because I have the option and of, of going to my Switch and playing my Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. You know what I mean? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Dr. Mario World. Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, hands down. Yep. Fantastic portable game. Question number two should this game belong in your collection or perhaps I should rephrase should this game belong on your phone? Seiji, should Super Mario run belong on your phone
1: <laughs> uh, until you finish the free content and then
0: it goes away <laughs> yeah I, I I would say the same thing. I don't I don't know if I love the game enough to recommend paying the $10 for it. You know if the game was $5, I I think I might be swayed. But $10, I, it's it's a phone game, man. People upgrade their phones all the time. I, I I I know I could get it on another phone, but I just no. No. Not for me. Yeah, I agree. Mario Kart Tour. Not for me. Nope. No. Nope. Dr. Mario World. <sighs> Ah, uh, yes. I would say yes. Yeah, I agree. I am not going to get rid of this game. I want to keep playing it. I, <laughs> dude, I can't tell you enough how addicted I got to this game. It's so fun. You guys need to check it out. Question number three. And here's the big one. Out of five, five being perfect, how would you rate this game? Super Mario Run.
1: Ooh. I mean, as a game, the game itself is good, so I, I can't give it such a low score. So I'll go with with a three. I was gonna say three as well. Hmm. Three because the game is great. Paywall, yeah. paywall. Uh, yeah. Mario Kart Tour. Same for Mario Kart Tour. If you play the game, if you ever get to <laughs> through the hoops, uh, it it's fun. It's it's a fun game. It's it's just it's not the mobile game for me, so I have to go for, with a three too. I'm not going to give this a rating because I wasn't able to play it. I don't think it's fair
0: to give it a rating, so I will be an NA, not applicable.
1: Doctor Mario World. This this one I would give it a five if the game was a little bit faster to load, a little bit more comfortable. Um, in my mind, still, like when I when I want to launch it, I feel like uh it's going to take a while to load, so I go and play something else. So just for that reason, I'll go for the four. Okay.
0: Well, normally, I'm the harsh critic on this show. But I love this game so much. I'm giving it a five. Nice. And I, I say that, yes, I agree that it takes a while to load. But I, I that is such a minor grievance to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it affects the game at all. It just affects the your time. Uh, but the game itself is so flipping good. You guys need to go. If you were going to play one of these games, I think it's pretty obvious. You need to go play...
1: Dr. Mario world. Yeah. And if you want to like experience like good controls on, on mobile, like play any of these three games, really like they're all really comfortable to play. You can play them with all of them with just your thumb or with one finger. And they feel really, really good. And the mechanics are fantastic in the three of them. Couldn't have said it better
0: myself, Seiji. And with that, we are at the end of our mobile month but before we go I always like to keep the ball rolling if you're into mobile games you know I like to always suggest some other games you can play if you like this game of the month since we're talking about mobile games I don't have a whole lot of experience so I put it out to you guys in cartridge club world to give me some uh some of your favorite mobile games to check out now I'm not going to have a whole lot to add here because I'm not familiar with a whole lot of these games but while I'm going through these Seiji if you want to Think real hard about what you would recommend if you could only pick one game. What you would recommend to our uh, listeners out there? So uh, I'm gonna begin with round two gaming. Old Dean Lasagna said Final Fantasy Record Keeper. That sounds like a I don't know that game. Do, are you familiar with that game?
1: Uh yeah. I, I, it I sounds think, like a,
0: uh, an organizer, like a
1: like a planner. Is that what? What is this? More of an RPG, I think. Uh, okay. I, I think Shelby was really into it. Okay, I don't. I haven't played it myself, but I, I, I have. Uh, I've, I have heard about it. Fair enough.
0: Sardonic pickle said, "Snake, love it. That's that's the old classic. I mentioned that before from the uh, Nokia brick. Who didn't play Snake? Snake was great. Yeah. Uh, oh gosh, I'm gonna butcher this. I'm sure. Gojira Tokusatsu said, "Random dice. I don't know, but I like dice games.
1: Mm-hmm. Like." What was it? Fruit Ninja got really popular a few years back. Oh, was that a dice game? Fruit Ninja, yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. I, I was that his played. name? I think I, I, that was the name. Yeah, Fruit Ninja. Me? Yeah. Okay. Uh, NES Complex said one more brick. I'm gonna trust Complex. He's he's a good. Uh, good recommender of video games. Cool. And then Josh Leslie went out of uh, his way to to give us three games and a little write-up of each, which is great because I'm not familiar with these games. Uh, The first was Florence. He says, a beautiful story game with unique controls that help you engage with the story. Geometry Dash, a very fun rhythm runner with a perfect difficulty curve. And then Kingdom Rush Frontiers, an intuitive and surprisingly deep tower defense game. So thank you for that, Josh Leslie.
1: Yeah. Florence is not only one of the best mobile games I've played,
0: it's one of the best games I've played. Really? It's, it's really good.
1: That's mm-hmm. high praise. Uh, Seiji, did you have a game you would like to recommend? Um, I have a few. Maybe I'll go. I, I, there are three that I'm playing right now a okay. lot. Uh, one is Hitman Sniper. It's a single player experience. It's, you're a sniper and you have to kill people. And there are cool achievements or or quests that you can do. Um, there, there, there are some funny ones. Like killing, uh, making it seem like it's an accident when you kill someone—that's—it's <laughs> <laughs> it, really clever. Murder um, is fun. I'm playing. I'm really into AFK Arena right now, which is a mobile RPG game. Uh, it, it's 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 really good. Uh, but it, it's, it's the kind of game that might not be for everyone, but it's really good. And uh, probably the best mobile game that I that I know. Uh, it's Clash Royale. So if you haven't played it, you know, give it a chance. It's it's, a, it's really really fun. That's it. Well, thank you
0: for that. See, I like I said, I don't play a whole lot of mobile games, so I wish I had more to recommend here. I really don't, and I don't even know if what I'm about to recommend would be considered a game, but I'm going to yes. throw it out there anyway. Mm-hmm. If you're familiar with the app Duolingo, are you familiar with that, Seiji? Yes, yeah. Uh, I've been using it to learn Italian for a little over a year now, I can't say enough good things about this app. It's kind of a game to me because it's got a reward system to it, and I look at it very much as uh, something to conquer or beat, and I've always wanted to learn another language. The language I chose is Italian. This game, or this game, this app is so easy to use uh, that if you've ever wanted to dabble in learning another language, I know I always have. I I don't want to be your typical white American that only speaks one language. I hate that. Um, and I've always wanted to break out of that mold. I love this. It's super easy to use. You know, you can commit five to 20 minutes a day, um, and you'll be speaking whatever language you choose in no time. I know this sounds like a paid advertisement. It's, it's, (laughs) it's so not, I, I have nothing to do with Duolingo, but I love this app and I just really want to encourage people to use it. It's super easy. So that's what I'm going to, it's a little unorthodox. I know it's not really a game, but that's all I got.
1: Excellent. And if I could say just final message, like, um, I think that in traditional gaming, there's a lot of maybe, uh, some frustration or looking down upon, you know, mobile games. But you see something that I've learned is that, that games are, are for you to enjoy are entertainment, make you feel good, having a good time. And whatever way you find it to be fun, it should be good. And if you don't like it, other people might like it, and should all be should all be good. There are I don't think there are lesser forms of gaming. No, as long as you're no. having fun.
0: Absolutely, and I that's kind of the reason I wanted to explore this uh, this month was I'm I'm not a big mobile game guy. I thought an easy in would be the Nintendo games to to get me started. And, you know, we're still kind of in the Wild West as far as mobile games go. You know, we're still figuring it out. Things are changing uh, how games are developed and, and what, you know, we're talking about the the paywalls and the microtransactions and how all that works um, is still kind of being figured out. There really is no standard yet. And um, I, I, I agree. Everybody's got a phone. This is going to be big. You know, this is big. And... You know, one day it it just may eclipse uh, h- home gaming or even you know portable uh, systems. So I'm very happy that uh, we covered this this month. And I'm uh, again, I'm I'm stoked you were here, Seiji, because you're so smart and I am an idiot.
1: <laughs> no, thank you
0: for having me. Absolutely. So that wraps up our discussion on n- Nintendo mobile games. But before we leave you. Let's talk about what's coming up in the Cartridge Club. We'll start with CC Prime. They just finished off Castle of Illusion. And next month, in February, they're going to be playing Bloodborne. I'm not
1: familiar with uh, that game at all. Are you familiar with Bloodborne? was a pretty uh, popular game. For, for PS4, isn't it? Yeah. Part of, like, the Dark Souls uh, sure. universe? Sure. Yep. Yep, probably. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh and that's what's coming up so join along with cc prime if you want to do that in the quick save club they just wrapped up thief and next month they are playing vampire the masquerade bloodlines i'm not up on my pc gaming are you up on your pc gaming sage Uh,
1: a little bit i think this is pam's favorite game I or she
0: likes it a lot i agree and i would be surprised Mm -hmm. if she wasn't on that show uh, the only thing I can add to to this is I in high school I played Vampire the Masquerade the like tabletop RPG you know like Dungeons and Dragons style mm-hmm. and I loved it I was a sexy vampire that would uh, lure people into bathrooms at like clubs and I would kill them and suck their blood that was that was the my whole thing I was a sexy sexy vampire. <laughs> And that's all I can add to that. I don't know if this game is at all like that, but I would assume it's, it's similar to the, the tabletop RPG that I played. But I don't know. And then in CC Portable, we took a vote. We did our February Who Do You Love poll. I love doing that. We pitted Zelda against Samus. I asked you guys to choose which one, and based on that, we would play uh, a game. Featuring uh, that character. And Zelda won out this time. So we were going to be playing Legend of Zelda Link Between Worlds on the 3DS. Wonderful game. If you've never played it, it plays very similar to uh, Link to the Past on the Super Nintendo. Albeit a little upgraded. And then in March, uh, as we always do every year, we're doing March Madness again. This year's theme is LCD games. So dig out your old tiger electronic handhelds or your gaming watches or anything LCD <laughs> uh-huh. and, uh, you know, dust them off, get some new batteries and pop them in and well, pop them in play. You don't pop them in, play them. And I want to hear about them. I want to hear about you guys. I want to hear about your memories, what you had growing up. Maybe you don't have them anymore. Maybe you still have some new ones that you've picked up. I want to hear about everything. So we're, we're going to uh, blow up social media, in march talking about lcd games seiji you get you uh you're an lcd game fan
1: oh back in the day i had a, a tamagotchi and a digimon <laughs> Ooh,
0: tamagotchi yes that's great tamagotchi was huge when i was growing up yeah. uh yeah i had a time ta- everybody had tamagotchis back in the day oh that's great oh i wish i had a tamagotchi now yeah we'll have to talk about that that's a good good reminder on that one So that's what we got coming up in March, and then uh, rounding out the rest of Season 3 of CC Portable. In April, we're going to be doing another vote. I wanted to go back to the PSP before we ended Season 3, and I want to play my favorite character of all time, and that's Mega Man. And there was two games that came out for the PSP, uh, both of them remakes of... uh, other Mega Man games. We had Mega Man Powered Up, which is a remake of the original Mega Man game. And then there was Mega Man X Maverick Hunter. Now, uh, we're going to take a vote. I'm going to leave it up to you guys. Which one do you want to play? And uh, I'll I'll probably throw that that poll up here pretty soon so we can lock that down if anybody wants to go out and get that game. So, look for that soon. It may be already going right now by the time you hear this. Um, And then in May, our season closer is going to be the Cartridge Club Portables first ever RPG. And I went with Mother 3. So that never never had a physical release here in the States. Uh, It's a Game Boy Advance game, but there is some wonderful fan translations out there that you can get. You can even get a physical cart if you want. I will be playing it on a physical cart. And I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about Mother 3. And that's... Going to be it for uh, Season 3 of CC Portable. So with that, uh, I'm going to always remind you guys, check out the Cartridge Club. Go to cartridgeclub.org. You can hop on the forums. You can hop on the Discord. You can talk about games. You can talk about movies. You can talk about pickups. You can talk about conventions. You can just talk about your friends. There's so much to do there. I can't recommend it enough. I'm sure anybody who's listening to this already knows it, but it doesn't matter. I just love spreading the love for the Cartridge Club. Uh, you can always find me on Twitter at CC Portable Unite if you want to tell me what game you'd like to play or if you'd want to be a special guest like my good buddy Seiji here. And speaking of you, Seiji, where can we find you and what do you want to pimp out?
1: Uh, just the Bonus Battle podcast. That's uh, I'm part of the crew. that We've been making uh, that podcast for five years now. We recently celebrated our fifth anniversary. Yeah, that's and that's it. Gradu- we talk about Congratulations. Games and... Yeah. yeah.
0: That's a, that's quite an achievement, man. Five years, yeah. That's, that's that's pretty crazy. What? How many episodes are you guys up to?
1: We are in uh, two hundred five, I think. Wow,
0: man, that's that's nuts. This is like episode thirty-two or thirty-three or something. It's uh-huh. uh, yeah, got a ways to go before I catch up to you guys. So that is a, a great achievement. Congratulations again. Thank you. And with that, I will say thank you, Seiji, for joining me today. This was a really fun discussion, and I hope you guys had fun this month playing the mobile games. Sorry, I was I was I was totally trying to throw that to you, Seiji. I really I bungled that because I started talking about all you guys out there in Cartridge Club world. Thank you for being here, Seiji. <laughs> yeah, thank you for having me again. It was fun. Absolutely, and we will see you guys next month for Legend of Zelda Link Between Worlds on the Nintendo 3DS. CC Unite.